0: hey welcome to the beginner photography podcast what if i told you there was a simple trick for learning photography faster than you ever thought imaginable in fact if you do it wrong you'll be a better photographer than if you did it perfectly intrigued well let's get into it welcome to the beginner photography podcast a weekly podcast for those who believe that moments matter most and that a beautiful photo is more than just a sum of its settings. A show for those who want to do more with the gear they have to take better photos today. And now, your host, Raymond Hatfield. Hey, welcome back, my photo friend. I am so glad that you are here today. And, uh, I don't know, don't don't tell any of the other listeners, but you're definitely my favorite. So today, I thought... We would talk about something that has, well, honestly, it has crippled me with fear in the past, but now I realize that it's probably the key to success as a photographer. So I don't know if you remember, but last month we sat down together and talked about the knowledge versus wisdom paradigm in photography, you know, knowledge being What you've learned from others, right? Just observing it, being taught it. And wisdom being what you've learned by putting something into practice yourself. So a photographer who shoots, you know, 40 hours a week is somebody who's going to be more interesting to talk to than a photographer who watches 100 hours of photography YouTube videos in a week. And that's simply because the first photographer has... Real world experience in real world experience is everything. So you get it, right? You listen to that episode and you're like, yes, that's it. I need to go out. I need to shoot more. I need to stay safe. <laughs> get out, shoot more. But that's when all of the, the, you know, your inner voice starts talking to you. You have these ideas, you see photos online, you think to yourself, "Yes, that is what I need to do. That is what I want to go out, and that is what I want to do. Oh, but my camera's kind of it's getting older. I definitely don't have the right lens to go out and shoot portraits. Um, and how do, like how do I even get my name out there if I wanted to shoot portraits? And then what if what if somebody hires me and then they don't like their photos? Oh jeez. Now, before it gets too dark, right, inside of your head with that internal monologue, I want to stop that thought process right there. Because over the past month or so, I've been thinking a lot about what Hui Win said when I interviewed him back in episode 256. Now, Hui is one of the most talented wedding photographers I've ever talked to, And with more than, you know, 20 years of shooting experience, I mean, he's done it all. And when I asked him about how he handles things falling apart or not going according to plan on a wedding day, he said. I mean, definitely things don't work all the time, but you got to go into a wedding and you have to know that at least five things are going to go wrong. And when they go wrong, yeah, you just check out the list. You're like, hey, that's number one. That's number two. That's number three. So you're not surprised. Oh no, I I thought I have a perfect wedding today. You don't. You never do. Even on a toughest day, things are going wrong. We can still make pictures that are that are pretty good, that are good, that are good professional wedding photography that our clients will be happy with. And this is a man who shoots hundreds of weddings. I mean hundreds. And rather than assuming that because he has just so much experience, which he does, that the day should go perfect. No, he knows that things will go wrong. Things both out, out of, and and in his control. And mistakes will happen. So if one of the world's most talented wedding photographers budgets in five mistakes for every wedding... Why am I so scared of making just one? The thing that we really helped me to understand is that you, um, you want to make mistakes because mistakes mean that, that you did something (laughs) and that you learned something from it. And what is that called? That's called wisdom. Remember, we talked about that last, last month. We tied that in there. And that is why things like, you know, um, eight mistakes, every new photographer makes type videos on YouTube are so popular because people, people understand the value of what a mistake can teach you. And when you hear about somebody else's mistake, then it feels like you gain that knowledge, but without experiencing the pain. But I don't think that it works. You know, you can always pick something up and, and maybe you're really good with your knowledge management, but I don't think that it truly works because I, I, at least for me personally, I only truly learn something from a mistake when there is pain because the pain is, is the context. So I can sit here and I can tell you one of the biggest mistakes you can make as a new photographer starting out is not having a contract. And you listening right now, you're going to say, oh, yeah, for sure. I need a contract. But it's not until you have a client and they decide that despite already booking you and putting down a deposit, they want to go with another wedding photographer and they want their deposit back that you actually realize, oh, yeah, you for sure need a contract. (laughs) And I I think that's a good example. As in favorable not as in I, I give the best examples, but like you have a client um, who could sue you because somebody ran a red light on on the way home from a wedding and they hit you and destroyed your cameras and all of your memory cards, right? That'd be terrible, right? If a client wants to switch and go to another photographer, that that's fine. No harm, no foul, right? It sucks. Maybe it bruises your ego a little bit and you got to give back that money obviously, but at the end of the day, you like you're still going to be fine. But all that being said, like I don't I don't want you to assume that I am giving you permission to just go out there and be reckless in the assumption that you're simply just going to learn a ton more faster because there is a range of mistakes that you can make and it's your job to recognize the mistakes that can be made and those that can't. Again, Mistakes really are, I think, the backbone of growth. It's not until, you know, uh, I don't know, the first person ate a sea urchin <laughs> and didn't live that next day that, you know, somebody else realized, oh, maybe I should not eat those. <laughs> a genuine and an honest mistake, I really think, is going to be at the cornerstone of your growth as a photographer, again, because it means that you, that you did something, that you tried something, and it didn't work out. If you were to go out and you were to try something and it worked out perfectly, you'd say, oh, cool, that's exactly how I imagined it. And then that would be it. You probably would forget about it in a year or two from now. Just like, you know, I can think back to some of my favorite weddings, and I don't think about the best parts of the day that happened, the things that just happened seamlessly. I think about all the things that went wrong That day, despite it being my favorite, you know, one of my favorite weddings that I have shot, I always think about the things that went wrong because that's more powerful, at least to my brain and and, and how it works to be able to not do that at the next wedding and become a better photographer. So, again, some of these mistakes that you make can be absolutely harmless and some of them are reckless. And that's what you need to figure out like, where's that line? Because that line is sometimes it feels blurred but it's really not you know you could use the wrong focus mode and you miss focus for your photo. you uh, went to your kids baseball game and you brought the wide angle lens or you forgot to level your tripod when capturing a beautiful mountain sunset sure you know you could you could probably edit it level. In Lightroom, and honestly, no one would probably ever know, but just you. And next time you'll just remember, like, oh, that's right. (laughs) If I want to start taking better photos in camera, it starts with having a level tripod. No big deal. And personally, myself, like the type of mistakes that I make are always just biting off way more than I can chew. Whether it be, you know, blog posts the day after the wedding, uh, constantly posting to Instagram, uh, creating video slideshows, live posts like at weddings, like to my Instagram stories, like from a session or whatever, or GoPro on my camera to record behind-the-scenes footage, or doing dual coverage, both you know, photos and video. I bite off way more than I could do because all of these ideas to me, like as I'm reading them, I'm like, yeah, these sound great. I should definitely do more of these. And I, I start these things, and then I pretty quickly, sometimes not as quickly as I would have hoped, but I realize, whoa, I I can't I just can't keep up with this. And then I'll either slack at it or I'll just stop doing it altogether. And that right there is an okay mistake. Obviously, from a client's perspective, it's not ideal for them to assume that you're going to do something extra for them and then you don't do it, but it's not going to ruin you. The problem, and I'm going to say this again, the problem is when you start getting too reckless, almost intentionally, with your mistakes. And you know when you do, too. You know when you do. Like, you feel it deep down, and it's something that is, that is more than nerves, like, uh, you know, uh, when you do your first shoot, you're nervous. Yeah, of course. Of course you're nervous. You might even, you know, feel a little bit sick to your stomach because you've never done it before and you want to make sure that it turns out great. But you're not worried of any type of uh, external threat. But when you do something like, like uh, promise a family that you can, this is going to be a dark Photoshop in a child that maybe they lost when you have no photoshop experience that is not okay not okay and you're going to feel that that reckless feeling not nervous that reckless feeling immediately after saying yeah i can do that one of the most common ones that i've seen you know more often than you'd probably believe is you know new photographers in an attempt to show some sort of social proof will take another photographer's image and post them as their own. In fact, we even talked about this early on in the podcast. I, I looked it up before this. It was episode 17 where somebody had stolen photos and we shared the story about it. And very rarely does, you know, the photographer who's doing the stealing mean any harm And it's easy to justify, you know, you tell yourself like, look, I just need to book a few clients and then I'm going to take down these other images, you know, uh, from other photographers and I'm only going to show my own, I swear. Like, that's it. Or uh, the internet is a huge place (laughs) and the photographer is on the other side of the country. I won't be hurting their business. And again, this is just temporary. Plus, I know that I can take photos like this. I just need the clients to do it with. Not okay. Ever. If you need photos to show potential clients, shoot for free. Ask a friend. Ask a coworker. Ask your neighbor. Ask your nephew. Ask the person bagging your groceries. I don't know. Is it nerve-wracking? Absolutely. For sure. You've never done it before. Of course. It's terrifying. But that's not an excuse to take another photographer's work and claim it as your own. What if, uh what if what if John from your department at work claimed your work as their own? You worked real hard on something. And they were like, oh, here we go. Here's am uh, gonna turn this in. How do you like it? What like what would you say? Would you say, Oh man, that's okay. I mean, he, he could have done it himself. I know that he's competent and and now that the boss thinks that he does good work, well, then he'll be able to take those opportunities more often and, and, you know, stand for himself. Not take my work. No. Not at all. You would be upset. I would be upset. I'd yell and scream. I'd probably go key his car. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. But the point is, is that you wouldn't take it lightly. You wouldn't just, mm, just breeze over this one. I'm going like, to get it. You know, he's new. Let it go. So don't do it to another photographer. I realize that this is starting to sound a bit accusatory. And I I apologize for that. But again, this goes back to to those mistakes that you can make and that you can't make. Because the truth is, you are going to make a lot of mistakes in your photography journey. And that is good. That is good. You're going to make a lot of mistakes in life. So, why not just simply join me in embracing the mistakes so that we can learn, so that we can grow, rather than being scared of, of the pain of making a mistake? I read something interesting, and I don't know if you know this, but Walt Disney was fired from his job at the Kansas City Star for, quote, lacking imagination and, quote, having no good ideas, well, but rather than give up after that job and like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to, you know, uh, I don't know, go work it up, uh, you know, I don't know, go work in the fields. He actually started his first animation studio right there in Kansas City. And then just two years later, the company went bankrupt. Hold, hold on a second. Think about that. Sit, sit here and imagine that pain. Knowing You are a creative person, but being told that you're so uncreative that you're going to get fired because of it. And then mentally building yourself back up, making sure that you have the courage and the strength to venture out on your own and start a business to prove the world wrong. And then it is such a failure that it goes bankrupt as well. Just for a moment, just sit with that pain. Think about what that would feel like. What would you do? I'm not sure if, 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 personally, I'm a strong enough person to give it another go after that. That's, that's painful. But did that slow Walt down? Nope. He learned from his mistakes. Tried again. With the knowledge that he gained from those previous mistakes. And went on to win 22 Oscars. For... His animations driven by his imagination. And in 1957, Walt Disney himself was quoted as saying, quote, you may not realize it when it happens, but a kick in the teeth may be the best thing in the world for you. That is powerful. You only get where you want to go by making mistakes. And if everything just went perfect for you, you would be most boring person in the world, if somebody came up to you at a party and they told you about the time they took flying lessons, plane went down, they got stranded on a deserted island for two years, had to build a raft, get themselves back to safety, would you rather hear that story or the story of the next guy who took flying lessons, landed the plane safely? You want to hear about that adversity. You want to hear about those mistakes. Because we know that mistakes are going to be the things that make us interesting and that push us forward with our knowledge. So I want you to dig deep, deep, real deep. And I want to hear one of your recent mistakes. Something that made you walk away and think to yourself, oh, wow, I have got to change that so that that doesn't happen again. Because those are the things that are going to help you grow. Feel free to share it in the Beginner Photography Podcast Facebook community. Because chances are, there are others in the group who have also made a similar mistake. And today, they're a better photographer because of it. So go out. Please. Make mistakes. And I, I want to I end it with this. I want to wrap it with this. and that The goal is not to make mistakes. I feel like that, that would be a bit reckless, but you want to do something and then naturally mistakes will happen because of it while you're doing it. So yes, you want to make mistakes, but you can't go out and search for those mistakes because if you go out and search for those mistakes, you're have some sort of preconceived idea and it's not going to be a mistake. Mistakes have to be genuine. So again, don't go out and try to, try to follow mistakes. Go out and just follow your passion. Whatever you're passionate about right now, whatever that may be, whether it's just simply photographing your children at home, whether it's you know capturing just beautiful light that you see, whether it's walking around town and just seeing what happens in front of your camera, talking to strangers on the street, getting into wedding photography, whatever that may be today, follow it. Just just follow, that, just follow that feeling. Follow that passion. And inevitably, you're going to make a mistake. So the point of this episode right here, the, this, this chat that we're having, is again, not to chase the mistakes, but to chase your passions and be okay with the mistakes when they arise. Because inevitably, they will. So until next week, please keep shooting. Make mistakes, stay safe, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Beginner Photography Podcast. If you enjoy the show, consider leaving a review in iTunes. Keep shooting, and we'll see you next week.